Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Goodell. And we're all comedians living in Los Angeles, and we're also professional wrestling fans. And gentlemen, I'm working. I'm, I'm working hurt today. I'm working yeah. sick. Yeah. It sounds like it. You hear it in my voice. Yeah. I've got a head cold. But I show up. Oh, I that's, work, is that why you're wearing three hats? I work hurt. I'm like referee Nick Patrick. Nice. That spit screen is going to need to be boiled after (laughs) this show is done. But I will need to be carried through this show. All right. Don't worry. Brett and I can help you. I'm like Sid Vicious and you guys are Shawn Michaels. You've got to carry me through this. We are like, uh, you're like Ken Shamrock and we're the rest of the team. Totally. We can do this. We can do this. We can do it. You guys got to make me look good today. You got it. Um. Well, gentlemen, uh, we got a ton of uh, weird and bizarre wrestling news. <laughs> Good this one, Mark. Mark is so yeah, funny. You're on fire. <laughs> hey, you guys are on it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we got a ton of uh, unusual, bizarre wrestling news to talk about today. And, um, well, you know, big news is that there's been a huge disaster. Lay it on, us. Lay it on what us. Is it? There's been a huge disaster with Air Boom. The oh, former no. oh, WWE Tag Team Champion. Did you say former? Yes, I said former. I mean, first of all, um, well, a little while back, uh, Evan Bourne was suspended for 30 days for a wellness policy violation. And we found out that that was uh, because he was taking some drug called Spice, which I guess is a marijuana synthetic. You seemed to know about it when we talked about it before the show, Well, Steve. I walked past a lot of head shops, and I imagine they probably have a sticker somewhere on the wall that I, I saw through passing. And then he came back. They kept the tag team titles on Air Boom, even though Evan was suspended. Then he came back. He's only back for three weeks. They suspended him again. Another wellness policy violation, this time for 60 days. That's living on the edge, guys. It is. That is is. really living on the edge. Well, you know, we've had Air Boom on the show before, so I thought I'd give him a call and and check in with them and see what in the world is going on with them. I want to talk to them about what the situation is. It's fair enough. Let's go straight to the horse's mouths. Right? Yeah. That's what you say. Plural. Carry me. Carry me. <laughs> Carry me. All right. Well, let me give him a call here. Oh, good. Yeah, it's ringing. Hello? Oh, Evan. Evan Bourne. Hello? Hey, Evan. This is Mark Warzeka from Curtain Jerks. Hi, Mark. Oh, hey. How are you, man? I'm good. How oh, you, are you? Well, I'm good, but I, I got a little bit of a cold. But otherwise, I'm good. Oh. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, but look, Evan, is Kofi there as well? Yeah, he's here. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. Listen, guys, I'm calling to, to talk to you about the fact that you you were lost the WWE Tag Team titles on a... Whoa. Hey, man, will you cut that shit out? Evan, oh, Evan, What a it. rush. Well, Evan, Evan, are you snorting something? Yeah, it's a synthetic cocaine. What? Uh, no, he's not. That's just... Look, he's... That's pixie sticks. He's not snorting anything. Ooh. Evan, come on. Just... Colors. Evan, listen, you're already you're right now in your second wellness policy violation. If you get a third one, you're gone for good. You're fired, pal. Whoa, whoa, it's three strikes, you're out? Yeah. Wait a minute. Kofi, you just said I'm on another long vacation. Yeah, you're on a long vacation from having the titles. Ugh. God, look, guys, you're, you're the first uh, WWE champions to lose a title on the house show since like 2003 of all the titles. <laughs> no, Evan, that's not good. No, man, oh. that ain't good at all. Oh. Look, that was our big shot, all right? And if Evan, if you're going to keep snorting up all our chances like this, we're really going to have a big issue, all right? Kofi, will you tie this knot tighter? No, I can't stop good. my blood flow. Oh, what am, I, what am I doing with this surgical tubing? Why am I, why am oh. I tying your arm off like this? Oh, now release it. Okay. Oh. Uh, God, did I just help you shoot up heroin? Yeah. Man, did I just help you shoot up some heroin? It's Guys, synthetic this, heroin. This is a dis- I mean, you you were you were squashed. 
you were squashed in your rematch against uh, Primo and Epico on Raw the night after you lost the title. Squash. Squash. Yeah, it's a very funny word, Evan. It's, Evan, get down. Man, he gets up there now, and he never comes down. When Evan Bourne gets high, he does not come back down no. when he jumps up. Listen, get down. I'm in the air. Kofi, you got to be upset with Evan about this. I mean, come on. He, he has he's, he's ruining your career. Man, I am angry. I'm furious. Well, I get <laughs> most of my drugs from you. You're from what? Jamaica. This interview is over. Man, Wait, are you from over. Jamaica or are you from Africa? This interview is over. What? Do interview. your reggae voice. Hey, man. All right, okay, that's it. All right. This interview's over. Listen, Evan, Kofi, I gotta say, I'm extremely disappointed in the both of you, and I'm glad you were stripped essentially of hey the man, tag team I didn't titles. Do anything? You said stripped. All right, that's it. That's enough. Goodbye. Goodbye. God. Oh God, that was a, I, that, I, I that was scathing. You know what, Steve, Brett, that was a disaster. I yeah. just want to condemn the use of drugs. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I guess that's why when when children get drugs in their hand, it's 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 like ridiculous candy in the hands yeah. of yeah. children. Yeah. Well, speaking of drugs, I've got some news about TNA wrestler Kurt Angle. <laughs> How's that? Warzaka. Warzaka. Boy, I wish this would happen every week. I've never felt more <laughs> confident. Uh, TNA wrestler Kurt Angle claims WWE is quote knocking on his door, but he's remaining loyal to TNA. Asked on Twitter this weekend if he'll be a surprise entrant in the WWE Royal Rumble, Angle replied quote I'm happy where I am. No Rumble for me! Exclamation point. He added, "My loyalty is with TNA. WWE is knocking on my door, but I won't answer." Mm. Earlier in the week, Angle tweeted to Jim Ross that he is determined to have Ross call his final pro wrestling match. Not Quote, at TNA. He said, you will call my last match somehow. Love you, Angle told Ross. Well, you know what's kind of interesting is it sounds like uh, Kurt Angle has a very public address because the UFC, the Olympics, and now WWE are all knocking on his door. Everybody wants him, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And movies. Yeah. <laughs> and Hollywood. Well, maybe it's, maybe all those things are, it's like a zombie invasion, and they're all sort of milling around his house waiting for him to come out. And it's the like Pittsburgh the, PD. Yeah, the Pittsburgh PD. It's like the last man on earth. TMZ. <laughs> But he wants to. He wants Jim Ross to call his last match somehow, and he loves him. Publicly declared his love for Jim Ross. Who doesn't Who love good yeah. old Jr.? Yeah, no kidding. Well, I don't know. Mark, You're right? Michael Cole doesn't. Okay. No, he sure doesn't. No. Michael Cole doesn't. Asshole. I don't know if Jerry Lawler does anymore. They used to be a great team. Now Jerry Lawler's running around with Michael Cole everywhere, like the whore that he is. Yep. God. But uh, <laughs> Warzeka. 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 Man, I'm on fire, huh? <laughs> Toilet flush noise. What? Yes. Wozeka. <laughs> well, guys, we got to talk about the um, the Hulkster. There's lots of news involving Hulk Hogan, who, of course, on his free time, as as we established last week on the show, last episode, you know, when Hogan's got some free time, he works as our receptionist here at uh, at, our, yeah. at the Comedy Curtain Podcast Jerks. Network yeah. headquarters. Yeah. Did you just want to mention that, or do you want to talk to him? Uh, well, we'll talk to him in a minute, but okay. I think we got to. I think it's worth just mentioning that to let people know that he also functions as our receptionist. Yeah. I think that's just a, it's a good good thing for people to know. Hogan works here as our receptionist. Lanny Poffo delivers us pizzas from across the street. Yeah, we've got we're surrounded by wrestling people. But here's you know it's almost <laughs> like they're the UFC, the WWE, and the Pittsburgh PD, but working in our building. Yeah. <laughs> 
Warzaka. Warzaka. But I didn't even say that one, but I'll good, take credit. Good one, Mark. Warzaka. Well, this story is from the Pro Wrestling Torch, as was our last story, I should know. But TNA issued a press release Friday officially announcing Hulk Hogan's return to the UK for the first time in 18 years, dating back to 1994. Hogan is advertised for on-camera appearances at the Impact TV tapings in London on January 28th and a house show in Manchester on January 27th. TNA is also promoting the last ever appearances made in the UK by Sting. Due to Hogan's notoriety, the announcement was picked up by mainstream news outlets, including Contact Music and The Sun newspaper in the UK. Ooh, The Sun. That's a quality yeah. publication. Sure is. Isn't it like... It no, it's the, the biggest... Rag. Yeah, it's the biggest rag in the, <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> they can print boobs, though. Yeah, they can print boobs. Really? Yeah. Well, but they're not luck. 3D boobs. They can't print 3D boobs. They can no, they print can. a flat... They're 2D they're, uh, boobs. They can print an image of breasts. What, how many colors do you think? Like, uh, I imagine what color print? Thousands, maybe. Thousand color prints. Yeah, Two fifty-six, yeah. maybe. So Hogan and Flair and Sting can all take their shirts off. For yes, <laughs> that's and why they're their, in the sun. See their man tits. What about Contact Music? That must be a big deal over there, huh? Well, you Across know, Contact Music sounds like it's probably some sort of pamphlet you get in a Virgin Mega Store. It's like, hey, here's the music we're listening to. Plus, Sting and Hogan are going to be at the event center. <laughs> but why? But why? Also, in that accent, that's their. They try to make it Americanized. <laughs> That's how they sound. Yeah. But like British people doing American accents, like, mm. a good day to you, sir. Warzeka. <laughs> Warzeka. What do you mean? He's a killer. He's a killer. Uh, but, you know, why hasn't – well, one thing I want to ask Hogan when we buzz him in here in a second is when I ask him why he hasn't gone to the U.K. in over 20 years. Does he have some bias against British people, against British culture, against England, against the Queen, the monarchy? What's his problem? I, I I just imagine tons of British kids being like, no, oh, Hulk Hogan's he's so great, blah, 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 blah. Like, they probably were Hulkamaniacs just the same. Yeah, well, obviously, he's a huge star there. He's in Contact Music in the Sun. I, well, I think he's a huge star worldwide. But being in the Sun and Contact Music is really sort of it's the top of the pops. Well, I've got I've got another story about Hogan, though, from TMZ. Oh, boy. TMZ. and this it, <laughs> You heard it first from TMZ. <laughs> it's a pretty serious situation. Um Hulk Hogan's mouth is seriously messed up, says TMZ, after a dentist accidentally ripped out 50 stitches from his mouth. Hulk tells TMZ in October he went in for dental 50. surgery. That's what it says. I can understand accidentally <laughs> ripping one or two out, but 50 seems I more think than We have accident. audio from that dentist appointment, I think. We, we do? Yeah, yeah, we do. Well, let's play that. Okay, Mr. Hogan, it seems like we've got something well, stuck here. A, we got some, let, let me just... Let me, there's one. Uh, 49. <laughs> wow, that was interesting. So, why Why would there be so many? Why did I jam those open like that? Well, there's the clip just ended, but that's why did we have that. That was the audio from the uh, appointment. What's that guy? Hey. Uh, uh, in October, he went in for dental surgery to get implants. The doctor performed a sinus graft, placing a donor bone in the mouth to support the implant. Hulk then went into a cosmetic surgeon to begin the implant process. Uh, guys, I should also, uh, I did go to dental school, so the best way to describe this p procedure is yeah. essentially Luke Skywalker putting that giant bone in the Rancor's mouth. <laughs> That's what he means. That's it's, just to keep the mouth open. It's similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In your dental books, that drawing was put in there. Yeah, it was a, it was <laughs> a pencil sketch. Yeah. <laughs> when, the, when the doc removed the mold in Hulk's mouth, it ripped out around 50 stitches from the donor bone procedure. So basically, Hogan got like back-to-back -back procedures done. Maybe he didn't tell the second guy about the first thing that happened. 
That's what no, I and think. then the dentist. I think threw it's that, Hulk Hogan's fault. And then the dentist threw that rock about the, uh, that blinking red light, and then the door came down on <laughs> Hogan's face. Hulk says he's been dealing with the problem ever since. His mouth became infected, and the antibiotics just weren't doing the trick. So recently, Hulk had a CAT scan, which revealed, get this, that one of the doctors left a metal tack in his mouth. Last night, Hulk went to the hospital for surgery to remove the tack and clean out the mess. Hulk tells us they had to drill a fucking hole in my face. And Hulk says he's already home and, quote, I have a meeting with my lawyers now. But it's not to sue the dentist. He still has legal issues with his ex-wife. Oh, man. That's the worst. When you can't even sue the people that really Boy. screw you over. TMZ, they just punch him in the gut right at the end of the story, huh? <laughs> After all that. I got to say, Hulk Hogan has a tendency to exaggerate, as it's been well established in our coverage of him on this show. That's true. So it, it could be possible that there weren't quite 50 stitches. Should we get a confirmation? Yeah, let's, let's buzz him in. Well, Let me Steve, get on the intercom. Okay. <laughs> Good afternoon, Comedy Podcast Network World Headquarters. This is Hulk. Yeah, no, Hulk, it's us calling yeah, Hulk, from the studio. Calling hey, from upstairs. brothers, how are hey. you, brothers? Good, good. Uh, we're going to need some coffee in here shortly. Though. Oh, it's brewing right now, guys. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks, Hulk. Okay, cappuccino's on the way. Okay, great. Oh, Listen. my mouth. What? <laughs> yeah, Hulk, I'm sorry. We don't mean to be laughing at your pain here. Oh, but... the pain. <laughs> well, it just seemed like you suddenly remembered the pain that you were yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Like, everything I mean... really sounded we... fine. <laughs> and you were on a roll, and then it's like, oh, man, oh. this striking pain in my mouth. There's a hole in my face. Brothers, I've been living with pain for 35 years. Uh, I yeah, it's, uh, I can get through it, but, man. Do you forget about it sometimes? I, you get used well, to it? I, I go to another place, dude. Yeah, I go to another place. Where is yeah. that other place? Is it London? Is well, it the it's UK? out here in the lobby of Comedy Podcast Network World Headquarters right now. Well, we've got a lot to ask you about, Alk, sir. First, First of, of all, all, did you put in your time off for that UK tour? Uh, yeah, I did. I requested a vacation. I didn't tell you guys I was going to the UK, though. I said I was uh, taking a family vacation to Disneyland. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're just... going to have to get a temp or something while you're gone. Yeah, I'm trying to arrange it myself. I'm seeing if Lanny Poffo can get some time off. Yeah, or if Beefcake is free again. Uh, yeah, Ed, Ed's here right now. So, oh, he, yeah. oh, he is? I'm, I'm, I've been uh, training Hogan, him. Hogan, no personal guests while you're on the clock. I'm training him, Steve. All right. Listen, Hulkster, first of all, why? Get, oh, my mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh. Why haven't you been to the UK in almost 20 years? I mean, what is, what's your problem, man? Why don't you go over there? That's a good question, brother. Yeah. And I, the only answer I can tell you is that I don't know how to convert pounds to stones over there. What? So when I'm telling my Andre story, oh, you I don't, don't know, know how, how many stones 700 Andre. pounds into stone. Oh, I see. I think you'd just say boulder, right? You'd be like, Andre the Giant was worth three boulders. Well, that's pretty good. I don't know why I've not I guess gone. maybe it's not, a, it's not a literal translation or a metaphor. Well, I'm sure a lot of your, your English fans are disappointed that they haven't seen you since you were, you know— in your in your late thirties, yeah, I'm huge over there, man. But that's the thing. I I, I want to go over there and I want to give them the same Hogan experience, dudes. Yeah. that people get here. But when I'm over there, I just can't figure out how to do anything with the. And then when Andre, I picked him up and he was two stone, and I slammed him in the middle of the. Yeah. It just, I don't even know if that's a lot of weight. I think right. two stones is good. like a doesn't child, like right? Much. Like one yeah. stone is. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound impressive. A, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Because then when I talk about pounds, it sounds like you just I'm lifted up two balls. Yep. Yeah, it's, you said two stone. I think testicles. I say that Andre was seven hundred pounds, and they think that it was like a prostitute, and I paid money for him. 
How, uh, how's, Ow, your, my mouth. how's your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, listen, Hulkster, we also want to ask you about this this dental surgery gone wrong. Man. Oh, I, yeah. I that mean, sounds like two different procedures. Both seem to be failures, yeah. I guess. One was a colossal failure, and the other one a failure because of the first failure. But, yeah, the first failure was well over 800 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, TMZ is reporting that you had 50 Five zero stitches ripped out of your mouth. I mean, that seems a little it unlikely was, to me. It was Hulks. over a hundred stitches, dudes. Oh, over a hundred now. Over a hundred stitches, dudes. Well, did the fifteen stone? Did the dentist tell you that your mouth was like a T-shirt, and uh, then you just started ripping? Yeah. No. What I wanted him to do with the cosmetic procedure was to uh, put little slashes in my throat. Yeah. So that it would be easy to tear. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it got a little too easy, brothers. Yeah. Well, that Hulkster, I mean, why didn't you warn this cosmetic surgeon that you had all these stitches in your mouth? Seems like a pretty obvious thing to do. To be quite honest, I've been living with pain so long, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot I had it done. Well, the worst oh, part. The mouth. <laughs> the worst part of all this. Was when the, uh, I believe it was when the Rancor's uh, master started crying when it died. Well, no, you're thinking it's the Star Wars example. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, I, I got lost in Return of the Jedi dental example. Oh, War Zeka. Well, oh, man, thanks. Oh, okay. thanks. thanks yeah, I got the memo here to, to bolster Mark today. Thanks, man. Excellent. I need to be carried, brother. Yeah. Just like you carried Ultimate Warrior in WrestleMania Six. Oh, don't even get me started on Warrior, dude. Just like you carried Goldberg on Nitro. Oh, who haven't I carried, dudes? The Rock. Well, you're certainly Shawn Michaels. You're certainly carrying our phones here at the uh, County Podcast Network, and I'd like to thank you. Well, it, it means a lot to me, guys. Oh my mouth! Well, look, Hulk. I gotta ask. You, I gotta just say the worst part of it, though. Seems like a, one of the doctors left a metal tack in your mouth that was left in there for a very long time. Yeah, as it turns out, one of those dentists was dating my ex-wife. Oh, oh man! Yeah, man. Wow. Left that tack in there on purpose. Wow, that's that's rough, brother. Hulkster, I. We we need to we need to get you back to work. I mean, thanks for buzzing in here. Yeah, but. the comedy podcast network world headquarters uh, switchboards lit up, man. Okay, all right. All right. Well, Ed, uh, have a good Ed one. Can't field all these calls on his own. Oh. I thought you said he was training. I didn't think he was yeah, going to be on the phone. Yeah, but if I'm phones. talking to you, dudes, who's going to answer the phone? Oh, Remember, I want the French roast. French roast, dudes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Colombian. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Hulkster. Oh my mouth. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> we're we're lucky to have Hogan here. Hey, you know, yeah. he's, I'm in. glad he's soldiering through. Oh. Well, guys, the, um, how about this news coming out of WWE? Uh, WWE is turning to the Twilight movie series to market their WrestleMania 28 main event of John Cena versus The Rock on April 1st. WWE executive Stephanie McMahon-Levesque detailed plans in an interview with Entertainment Weekly on a recent Wednesday evening. Quote, my team talked about ways to get people engaged in our main event, which is The Rock against John Cena. We want fans to take sides and engage in virtual face-offs. Think Team Edward versus Virginal Team... face-offs? Uh, I think they, they that, might not have said that, but that's what they meant. That, that might have yeah. been my cold uh, coming uh -huh. through. But I should say virtual face-offs. Okay. Think Team Edward versus Team Jacob. Stephanie said. Uh, so it sounds Stevie like you look so dis disappointed just at me saying that. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? It's a brilliant <laughs> strategy to move WWE into the next stratosphere of uh, appealing uh, to 12 no to 13 year old girls. Wrestling. Yeah. 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 God. I know. They think that their fan base is. Is I, or that, you know, I love that they, they take pop culture from four to five years ago not even and then jump on board and they're like, hey, guys, we're here. We made it. Time to make some Your average references. wrestling fan, I'm sure, followed the Twilight series. <laughs> God. 
Yeah, they're not even. Uh, it's not even current, right? It's not even they, like they couldn't now. even. They couldn't even. Uh, they couldn't even be bothered to say like a major sports team rivalry or anything like that. They couldn't say like the Celtics and the Lakers. No, I mean that's they a couldn't great say point. Something right? That like, would be something yeah. that you would actually uh, a wrestling fan could also watch sports, but they have to go with a a vampire, a tween, like young adult yeah. fiction book that's turned into movies. Yeah. And you know what? That you're, that's a really great point because that's their whole attitude and outlook, right? Is that that they want to be this pop culture, bubblegummy type, but yet slice a, of America, sort of masculine, sort of action, like a western or an action film sort of idea. But they're going in the most Jersey Shore, having Snooki at WrestleMania yeah. now, trying to make some sort of Twilight reference. Yeah, ah, I, guys, I'm fed up. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Are you quitting? Uh, but. Ow, my heart. This, this is your outlet. This is your outlet. Okay, we can't lose you. We could. The we show could. So lose angry. a whole Scott's lot. I'm so be angry my yeah. mouth is filling with blood. Like, I feel like I'm having a fucking ulcer. Like Go a get, vampire, you mean? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Go Team <get> some, Edward. <laughs> Team Jacob. Go get some gauze from Hogan. <laughs> it's, it's like, what a colossal fuck up on their part. Like, no matter what happens... When they have something going for them, it's like, yeah, we might as well hamstring this before we get too much fucking momentum for it. God. But who are you, Team Cena or Team Rock? Yeah, oh, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. True. Uh, I guess probably Team Cena. I don't want to be on either one of I don't. teams right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I really don't. Cena's going to stick around. What are you going to do? Say Team Rock and then have Rock win and then have him leave? What's the point? I've, I've always loved The Rock, but like we talked about in our last episode, I don't really like him during this comeback run. It Not into me it. out. His teeth are too white and it's like the skin on his head is too thin you like you guys do you know what i'm talking about he looks like a crystal skull yeah he does sort of look like a crystal it looks like his body is trying to escape his skin he's he's roadblocked out man he's in roadblock mode for gi joe 2 i guess so his character where's that guy oh, oh, hey roadblock i'm on fire Oh, the studio audience is going nuts. Any thoughts, guys, on the um, the arena in Philadelphia finally closing after all these years? It was the EC home of ECW. It's been the home of many promotions since. It's gone. May it rest in peace. It's they're not knocking it down or anything. They're just remodeling it. So I think that they should have. Uh, they should have done one more match in there of Cena versus anybody just to see him get obliterated in there again. That's what they should have done. They yeah. should have done Cena versus The Rock in the arena. I just have the audience filled with rabid ECW. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then see, you know, it'd be team audience versus team Rock and Cena. Yeah. <laughs> Could they get out of there alive? Yeah, yeah, they maybe, they maybe wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have that match in the ECW arena. It would be torn apart. Well, what about um what about we talked about this, you know, a little bit on the, our last episode, but um you know, there's this big controversy right now with Ric Flair and the WWE Hall of Fame. It's unclear yeah. what's going to happen here. Now, some some word has come out about what exactly went on, and what went on is the WWE on their own decided to induct Flair and the Horsemen into the Hall of Fame, and there was no contact made with TNA about this before it was announced on Raw, and there was uh, the and Ric Flair found out just hours before because Triple H uh, sent him a text, mm -hmm. but that was the only just informing him. You don't get a letter. <clears throat> 
They didn't get anything. You don't get like a, there's not like a hand chart for your rings to make sure that they fit. How much do like, you does think? Your finger fit in this? Does your finger fit in this? How does much do you think Flair charges to send him a text? <laughs> it's $20 to text Trick Flair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It was a good question. Are they going to give him another ring? Should he get two rings? Should he get four rings? He should get four rings. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Each one of the horsemen gets four rings? I guess. I don't know. But anyways, you know, most people are saying that um, uh, that this is a pretty clear-cut lawsuit should uh, should TNA decide to go that route because WWE advertised one of their current contracted performers as uh, as appearing on an event, and WWE sold tickets. Your tickets went on sale last mm-hmm. week, so they sold tickets for that show, advertising a TNA contracted performer with no permission from TNA. So, um, but the question is, what does TNA do here? Because certainly they could work out some type of deal. And so far, TNA has done nothing. I guess they've Mm -hmm. spent the week thinking about how they're going to play this. They haven't done anything yet. And on this week's Raw, there was no mention made of Ric Flair appearing at that Hall of Fame. Oh, batting down the hatches. Yep. So, um... But the tarp over the chimney. But, you know, Dave Meltzer was reporting Wrestling Observer that this kind of thing happened happened and happens between the Japanese promotions a lot where they'll just trade something. All right, well, we'll give you Ric Flair for the night, and here's what we want in return. So So TNA TNA could make out pretty well in this deal if they played their cards right. Yeah, they could. They could ask for something in exchange. Well, we— we should see if what if we can get an exclusive with Dixie Carter to see if she has any yeah, ideas. Yeah, she comes on the show all the time. I'm yeah. sure she talked to us about it. Hey, let me get my phone out and put it on speaker. She always picks up on the second ring, right mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Hello. Hey, Dixie, it's Steve from uh, Curtain Jerk. Oh, and Brett. Steve and Brett. I missed you, fellas. Dixie, are you feeling okay? I'm not. I'm not feeling well ever since I was drugged. I was drinking champagne, Steve, remember? <laughs> yeah. All right. And you dr- you'd slip those roofies or something in my you, drink. Yeah, you were date raped, Steve. I had Steve. those Jeff Hardy magic pills. No, those are those were Tums. I, I put have, Tums in your champagne. And I have made you little- not <laughs> felt right ever since. Ooh, well, oh, dear me. Goodness. <laughs> Dixie, have you, been, have you been following what's been going on with uh, Ric Flair? Oh, I always follow Ric Flair, he is one of our <laughs> most important talents. Really, he seems he doesn't seem to be. A, is he a big draw? In oh, TNA? Yeah, oh my, yes. I mean, now our television ratings are exactly the same now as they were before Ric Flair worked for us, and Hulk Hogan, and Jeff Hardy. But I feel in my heart that he is a draw. Well, maybe the, I think maybe the idea that the ratings are staying the same are preventing any sort of slippage down. That's, I my, have, yeah. that's, right, that's my point exactly. So all of those superstars are, or wrestlers are performing almost as a stopgap measure that's against right. um, losing ratings. If we didn't pay them all their millions of dollars, we'd probably be off the air right now. Well, so you got to spend money to make money, right, you Dixie? Got, yeah, Steve, you, should, you are so smart. Dear Goodness. Well, that's why we have lobster dinners on Wednesdays. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, you, you know, because yeah. WWE wants Hello? Ric Flair. Yeah, it's Brett. It's me, Brett. Oh, hi, Brett. Uh, I'm, I'm the one that didn't date rape you. 
It's so hot down here in Orlando. Stop it, Dixie. Dixie. Dixie, stop it. Now, the deal with TNA and with uh, the WWE now is that you guys might be able to ask the WWE for something in order for Ric Flair to appear there. Uh, have you guys? Yeah. Have you guys given it oh, any you guys, thought? So you guys already have a name for it. Yeah, well. The no, Exchange? Yeah, well, I'm calling it The Exchange. The oh. Exchange. That's what I've titled it just internally within the company, and now I've shared it with you all. So don't tell anybody before I get to text it out myself. All well, right? Dixie, you should probably text it today because you I'm are gonna, on a radio I'm show. I'm going to Twitter it. I'm going to tweet it out. I'll tweet it. Get it out there, Dixie. Hello? What, what, hey, it's, it's, it's still Steve. us. Yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's Stephen Brett now, from listen, Kurt Jerks. I want some. I, I'm, I don't like the position that WWE has put me in. And I'm going to make sure that if they're going to get Ric Flair for the night, we're going to get something in return. God. What kind of advantage? This could be I, fantastic I, I for TNA. I am a lady, and in business, I expect to deal with gentlemen. That's absolutely, yeah. absolutely. If they want Ric Flair for the night, I want a John Cena t-shirt. What? Not the current one. Not that black one that says, rise above hate. I yeah. want that red one that he used to wear before, the one that says never give up. The one with the, him lifting the giant cartoon That's weight. right. I want the WWE shop zone employees to have to dig through their back stock and find me a medium-sized red John Cena t-shirt. Dixie, it just uh, seems yeah, like... Dixie, you... on the biggest night of the WWE, like right before WrestleMania, their Hall of Fame ceremony, they're going to have Ric Flair, and in exchange for that, you want an old John Cena t-shirt? Oh, oh, that's not all. I'm just getting Oh, started, thank God. Jeff. Thank okay, God. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, okay. That's just the opening, that's yeah, the yeah, opening yeah. gambit. That, yeah, that's yeah, just definitely. the fire about. I want Josh Matthews' autograph. Josh Matthews. Uh -oh. Josh Matthews. He's the NXT announcer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I Very almost didn't know who that man. was. Yeah. I'm a big fan, and my 14 year old niece just has a little crush on him, and okay. I'd like him to send me an autograph, and not just on some napkin from a Hooters wherever in the world he's on the road. I want an autograph picture of Josh Matthews. Uh, so an a, autographed a picture, picture of Josh, Josh Matthews in an a, old a red, John Cena red t-shirt. That's right. Uh, Dixie, I, I got to tell you, I think you could probably ask for a whole lot more. Okay. Well, like, you could have Kurt Angle in the Royal Rumble wearing a TNA t-shirt. I mean, yeah. What? Kurt Angle could be... You could get Kurt Angle in the Royal Rumble wearing well, a t-shirt. supposed to give them more people? Oh. <laughs> but he could be wearing a yeah, t-shirt. You're looking at this all backwards. I suppose I am. Oh. I, I want a VHS copy of the 1989 King of the Ring tournament. Is there even a 1989 King of the Ring copy? VHS, not beta. I will not accept a beta tape. Do you have a VHS player? I'll get one. A v no, they're called you know VCRs, guys. You know who's going to give me one? Vince McMahon's going to give me a VHS player. <laughs> Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I, All right, so a forehead VCR, a 1989 <laughs> uh, WWF King of the Ring VHS tape. From Coliseum Video, from I'm Coliseum sure. From Coliseum Video, a... Autographed picture of Josh Matthews. And a red John Cena t-shirt. And I will not accept anything less. I, let's just say all gloves off, Dixie. You get one thing, one major thing. Really, think outside the box. Anything. What would you ask him? I, I would like him to buy my company. <laughs> 
Please, Vince, take this piece of shit company off my hands. God, Dixie, Dixie. I'm a failure. We're a failure. No, Dixie, stop. Dixie, <laughs> no, no, no. Dixie if I know you, I know you're out on the porch and there's a nice big glass of lemonade waiting for you. You take a big glass of that. <laughs> oh, I got to go, gentlemen. Just, I got to go. Thank you, right, Dixie. Thanks for, thanks for calling in. Or, sorry, I, thank you for letting us call you. God. That, that ended that took badly. A turn. Yeah. That took a turn. <laughs> I feel terrible. Guys, we are out of time for this episode of Curtain oh, Jerks. No. It's been an interesting oh, no. show. We've had a lot of great guys. <laughs> I've been on fire. Thanks for carrying yeah. me through it. Oh, and no um, gentlemen, uh, well, what can we say? Go to our Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, our Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. Check out what we've been doing on there. We've got some exciting plans for 2012, some great guests we hope to have coming up here shortly on the show. And, uh, well, uh, thanks to Phil Ranta, our producer, and everybody here at the Comedy Podcast Network. Check in our out- new studios. Yes, yeah. we got our new studio that we're in for this episode. And check out all the new podcasts on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. There's a couple new podcasts that have started for the new year. And for Curtain uh, Jerks, I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brecken L. Join us next time. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.